Summit Midtown. Brandon Shields here. Today is Thursday, July the 2nd. And on our podcast today, we're going to be continuing part two of our conversation with Krista Nevins on trust and relationships. And today we'll be looking at how to repair uh, trust when it's been damaged and what the process and an, uh, actually a framework for repairing trust looks like. So hope you enjoyed this episode. So as you think about kind of moving towards healing, again, I think you you mentioned this and it's so true uh, earlier that we often just lack a process for yeah. engaging damaged trust. And so uh, it, it creates kind of this anxiety, uh, maybe either that moves us towards people in, in hurtful ways without a, without a real um, uh, approach or framework, or we just kind of sit back and just assume things are going to get better and they really don't, they continue to deteriorate um, even. And so I know you've worked a lot um, on just kind of like the process side of repairing trust. And it's a lot of the work that you do with spiritual leadership. And so, you know, I'm thinking just how would you encourage people to begin to engage when there is broken trust and we've identified that, what are some of the steps in the in the process to prepare ourselves and kind of enter into that space to begin to be a peacemaker and a healer? Yeah, yeah. Um, I so I would put it kind of in three big steps. I think there's a preparation phase where um, we we need to do some of the internal work and the planning work and the spiritual work before we actually get to the conversation. So I can talk about that a little bit more, but there's a, there's a preparation phase. There's the talking phase. There's the actual engagement with the other person. And um, I think there's some steps that can happen in there that can help guide a conversation. And then very importantly, stage is the follow-up stage where after the conversation itself, we need to circle back around and revisit and um, work on the actual rebuilding part because the conversation itself is really just to sort out what's going on and talk about what could be different. But rebuilding the trust really happens in that third phase, which is mm-hmm. um, the steps we take day after day to move toward to demonstrate that our character and our competence again um, with each other. Mm, yeah. I'd love to break those down. That's so good. Um, I would love to just kind of take a few minutes in each one of those. What does preparation look like? What are some of the key uh, aspects of uh, talking through this? And then what does follow through look like for folks? Um, so on the preparation side, as you think about kind of preparing yourself and preparing the other person for this conversation, um, and again, sometimes I'm, I'm, I know that you, you would, uh, encourage this. Sometimes we need to invite a third party into this. If we don't have kind of a track, a demonstrated track record of being able to do this well, or the relationship has reached a point where, you know, we can't, um, we can't really do it alone. Um, there's, there's a need to invite others in, but that preparation process, what does that look like? And earlier you mentioned, um, spiritual practices and kind of integrating spiritual practices in. I assume that's all part of this preparation process. So what does it look like to kind of prepare yourself for uh, a, a trust repair conversation? Yeah. Um, so I think some of the steps for this preparation is first figuring out the thing that you want to try to talk about with the other person. And 
often there's sort of like a cluster of um, events or encounters or situations. And so figuring out how would you narrow it down to just one thing? Um, because it can be overwhelming for the other person if you kind of bring a truckload of your grievances. <laughs> like, hey, we got to talk about the last six months, you know. And so, like, what's the thing that if mm. if you and the other person could talk through that, that you would be able to say, okay, we're on a path toward rebuilding trust. And so, can you put some language to that? And again, this is a place where. A, a trusted third party that's going to honor confidentiality. This isn't about gossip or about like getting people on my side, but how do you find someone that you trust that can help you discern that? Um, I think there's some, some of that spiritual work um, is sitting with like um, Ephesians four and there's some scripture in Ephesians four about um, putting off um, rage and malice and choosing to be kind and tenderhearted and forgiving toward toward each other where that's a place where we can sit and examine with God and say you know search my heart and show me where um, show me my own motives um, where we can sit with the other person in God's presence so I can bring that person in prayer sitting with them with God's presence and say God you know guide my heart, guide my motives, guide my thinking toward toward this person in this situation. And so the way that we show up matters. If we're, you know, ready for battle versus in a place of desiring reconciliation and right relationship. So that the heart work is important um, and that's there's a spiritual part to that. We're never going to be totally ready. We're never going to come with perfect motive, but I think that's really important work to do. Um, and then letting the other person know, like, hey, we need to have this conversation about this topic and giving them a little bit of time to prepare um, yep. so that they don't feel ambushed. Because mm -hmm. I think more than ever, um, um, people tend to feel surprised or unprepared, and that can bring out a bad reaction in them. And so just mm -hmm. to you know, a script could be, hey, I don't want to go into this right now, but we need to plan for a time to have a conversation. Um, this topic has been coming up, and I want us to get in a better place about it. Mm -hmm. That's really and good. And so it's, it's, there's some gentleness to the language. Their first thing they're hopefully hearing is we don't have to talk about this right now, mm -hmm. but we do need to set a time mm -hmm. to get in a better place. Mm. And it signals we're not in a good place right now, but that your intention is to not stay there, but to get into a better place. Yeah, that's good. And what about uh, the actual conversation? How would you guide people just to actually have that conversation? I think that that's probably the most anxiety-provoking part of it is actually sitting down <laughs> across from them and, you know, kind of uh, articulating what's going on inside of you, trying to condense down very complex, as you mentioned, very complex uh, you know, narratives and complex feelings and thoughts that we have, how would you encourage people to actually uh, engage that conversation in a productive way where we don't get stuck in the, you know, well, you said this and now you did this and that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think in a in a face-to-face -face way, I would 
if it was me, and especially when you're newer at this, I would actually have a piece of paper in front of you to kind of organize your thoughts. And so you have something to look at and something to regroup to if you get off track. But um, starting with um, talking about how you're going to have the conversation before you get into the conversation. So there can sort of be this, because it's so uncomfortable and anxiety producing, there can kind of be this like, okay, let's get this over with, ready, set, go. And so just to step back and say, hey, you know, I'm, thanks for making the effort and the time. My hope is we can really get to a better place. Here's how I'm hoping we can talk about this. Let's talk about the facts of it first. So what happened from my perspective, what happened from your perspective, like timeline-wise, and then perception, how did it make me feel? How did it make you feel? So facts and then perception. And then intention. So what were you trying to accomplish? And what was I trying to accomplish? So what, even if it didn't work out that way, what was our motive? Mm -hmm. And then most importantly, um, what's our, what do we wish would be different. So what are mm. we asking for of each other mm. going forward? And often when we have the ability to say, hey, there's broken trust, and yes, we need to talk about it, we rarely have that request of each other that, mm -hmm. you know, here's what we want to be different. And that part is so um, helpful and hopeful because now we have something to talk about to say, here's how we could go forward. And mm. so um, if you have those four things ready, um, so facts, perception, um, how did it make me feel, intention, what was I trying to accomplish, and request. So what do I want to be different going forward? Mm. And sometimes those may just start as negatives, right? Like stop doing this, don't do this. Like sometimes we know what we don't want a yeah. lot more than we know what we want, but uh, the point is that becomes the basis then, right, for follow-through, which I know you said is probably the most important thing that happens, right? Repentance, if you're a follower of Jesus, is not just saying and confessing, I did this, or I'm I'm sorry that this happened, um, but it's actually changed behavior. And um, obviously that's something that only the Holy Spirit can bring about in our lives ultimately, but it is an important part to rebuilding trust, right? It's not just, I, I think I've I hear this a lot from people. It's like, well, this person just keeps saying, I'm sorry. It's like your kids, you know, it's like, yes. they apologize for doing this thing. Um, and then like five minutes later, they're doing it again, or they're yelling or they're, you know, withdrawing or whatever. And yeah. it seems like that's an important piece to rebuilding trust is I can trust that you're actually committed to changing behavior or you're allowing God to, to heal this part of you so that you, the behavior gets changed. Um, you know, is that a fair assessment of just that last stage of follow through? Like how important is follow through and what does follow through uh, look like in the rebuilding process? Yeah. Um, follow through is everything. Um, it, it is where trust actually gets rebuilt because when you think about trust, like um, a stack of blocks, it gets crashed down again. And we say, it's not okay for it to be crashed down. Let's, Let's fix it. And we agree that we're both going to work on this together. Well, trust isn't rebuilt all at once. It's built block by block, stacked on top of each other over time. And so 
Um, think about this with, so I have three teenagers, and so in parenting teenagers, it's just a matter of um, not if but when trust will be damaged at some point, you know. And um, I remember as a teenager, the worst thing my parents could say to me is, we don't trust you anymore. Mm -hmm. It was so devastating, and I felt so helpless of like it's over what do you do they don't trust me that's the end of the story and so to be able to say to our teenagers this is how you damage trust you know here's how it made us feel what were you going for what were you trying to do by doing this or not doing this and let's talk together about a plan for rebuilding trust so here's mm -hmm. what we need to see from you what can we do to support that or help that happen and we're going to need to see that play out over time. And so to be able to say that to your kid, um, as a parent, it gives us a path to walk with them. And as a, as a teenager, it gives them something they can do. They're not going to do it perfectly. We're not going to parent perfectly. But now we can talk about it. And that's the follow-up to say, and let's go for a walk in a couple of days and talk about how you're doing with the rebuilding plan, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Same thing, siblings, you know, fighting with each other to be able to help them and say, what do you wish your sister would have done or your brother would have done? Can you do that? And, yeah. Okay. And then they have some point of reference mm -hmm. to at least come back to. Mm -hmm. Not going to be perfect, but that's the point is it's the journey, not just the, the conversation. Yeah. And uh, the reality is adults are not much different than teenagers. So we, <laughs> right. and, and as you're saying, I'm like, wow, it's amazing how few of us learn those skills, even as children, as young adults. Um, what does it look like to, to walk through, you know, conflict and to think about rebuilding trust uh, in our core relationships? Like it's probably a society-wide issue. If we're not learning the things in our, in our families with our own parents and our own siblings, how do we expect people to be able to do that? And government or, you know, in, in areas of racial justice, those kinds of things. So you know, I hear this, I'm like, man, we, we have so far to go. It's so basic and so like obvious once you start to talk about it, but it's common sense, as we say, is not always common practice. So yeah. um, this is really helpful, Kristen. It's so, so helpful just to have an approach, to have a framework, to have a process. Um, I know that you, just to kind of wrap up here, I know that you work with a lot of uh, businesses, you work with a lot of leaders you work um you know with christians uh, a lot on these kinds of things just any like closing comments in turn i know people hear this and like yeah that's that sounds like almost idyllic and pollyannish uh but i'm trapped in this situation that seems impossible my marriage my kids uh in my workplace you know just any cl kind of closing comments or thoughts you would give in terms of just uh, you know, kind of what you've experienced or what you've seen and the possibilities here for trust being rebuilt. Um, I don't know, just any, any other things that come to mind that you just want to share as an encouragement to folks? Yeah. Um, I think this is, this is hard work worth doing. You don't have to tackle everything at once. And so um, actually I would say start with some things smaller and easier. Hmm. So don't go for the hardest, most complex issue first. Um, learn in a, on a small topic. What it does is it can start to 
spark some hope um, for a different way of being. And sometimes the reason we get cynical um, and avoid this is we don't want to get hurt. We don't want to be disappointed. And we don't want to fail people. We don't want to fail ourselves. And so um, I would say just take take one step of something small and then celebrate the progress in that one tiny area. And we all have permission to be in progress and you're not alone in this struggle, but um, I think this is, this is work worth doing and not alone in it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I would just say too, uh, if you're listening to this and you're here in Indianapolis, you're part of our community at SOMA. Um, we've spent a lot of, we've spent some time learning from Kristen on these things and we definitely are still learning what it looks like to, to uh, be a church that is cultivating, actively cultivating uh, a healthy approach to um, building and rebuilding trust and repairing trust when it's been broken. But we'd love to be a part of helping you work through that. If you're thinking about that and you're wrestling with something in your own life, we'd love for you to reach out to us, email us or whatever, and uh, we'd love to enter in and just engage and help you move towards uh, health and healing. And like Kristen said, we we want to be a healing community. And so um, we would love to to help you along in that process um, if if you would trust us to do that. So, Kristen, thank you again so much for being with us today. Really grateful for the work that you're doing. Uh, Kristen lives here in our neighborhood, and, and I'm just thankful that God has you here and uh, thankful that you spent some time with us today just helping us think about uh, how to build uh, healthier relationships in our community. So thanks so much for being here with me. My pleasure. Thanks for the good work y'all are doing. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Kristen. Okay. Thanks. Bye.